Welcome to the second episode of Books on the Bus, a podcast mini-series about the intersection of rock and reading. I'm your host, S.W. Loudon, author of the Greg Salem Punk Rock P.I. series and co-host of Writer Types, a monthly crime and mystery podcast. My guest today is Joey Cape, lead singer of the California punk band Lagwagon. He also has several side projects, including Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, Bad Astronaut, and Joey Cape's Bad Loud. Without any further ado, here's my conversation with Joey Cape. Joey, thanks so much for being on the show today. What's the last book you read? I'm going to have to say the latest book I'm, I'm reading because I'm reading a lot of nonfiction stuff right now, and I have this tendency to not finish those books. Now it's weird, but it's just a thing I do. I get bored about halfway or three quarters of the way through a book and I think I got the gist of it. The latest one is called uh, The Death of Expertise by a guy named Tom Nichols. It's speaking to me. I like it. Right now I'm reading a whole bunch of books at once and most of them are nonfiction and the idea being that, you know, I'm writing an album right now on the lyrics. The album's going to be called Let Me Know When You Give Up. I have all these ideas, things I want to write about. So I'll go out and I'll look, I'll start thinking about these things and then you'll hear something on NPR or whatever no problem, but, but uh, that one's a good one. I'm enjoying it. Have I'm books always it. influenced your lyrics? Oh, yeah. Lagwagon has a song called Owen Meany. And after yeah. I read a prayer, prayer for Owen Meany, you know, the uh, John Irving book, I love that book so much that I was trying for a long time to write, you know, a song that was sort of inspired by that conflict that you have with morality and religion. And our, it was actually our bass player that just, said, you know what, man, stop trying so hard. Just call it a prayer for own meaning. And I couldn't bring myself to do that. So I just called it own meaning. <laughs> and I wrote a song. And I was, you know, kind of waiting for the call from old John. Like, hey, buddy, I heard your song, but it never happened. You kind of but wish he called you, though, so you could talk to him about his book? I'm totally kidding. Obviously, John Irving would never know a Lagwagon song. But many years later, I wrote a song called Lullaby that was inspired by that lullaby book that Chuck Palahniuk wrote. Um, I got really into Chuck Palahniuk for a while. I really like the grittiness of his books. And I think he's actually, a, a, I like him. I don't know. Some English guy told me I was an American twat for liking him. But I think he's a great writer. So fuck that guy. Um, but uh, I, after I read Lullaby, I loved it. I mean, yeah, talk about just a punk book, you know, that's a punk rock book. So I, I just did it again. I was like, I have no better title for this. I'm just going to kind of do my, my version of what I got from this book. And then I called it Lullaby. And Chuck Polinick read it or, or heard the song. And in, on a Reddit thing, one of those, you know, AMAs, I guess they're called the Reddit thing yeah he actually he mentioned our band and he was trying to crowdsource or fundraise for a film version of that that novel and uh somebody asked what kind of music would you have and he mentioned our band and said those guys get it but i mean come on we wrote a song (laughs) 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 you know i was still like i was still kind of felt like it was a small victory Yes, 
years went along, I think things changed a lot. And after a while, my band became a band for nerds, you know? It's a weird thing you wouldn't really expect. It's different with a lot of bands like my band. But my band, I started meeting more and more really nerdy kind of boys that were into our band that just never quite fit in or whatever. And I thought, oh, that's great. That's a reflection that I'm doing something right with my lyrics. But in the beginning, in early years, it was so not a literary crowd. It was such a, dude, like, we're going to play football, and we're going to go drink some beers, and then we're going to go to Lagwagon and fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just seemed like that. So I used to do this thing on stage where I would say, you know, that whole thing about when you just yell anything, like you can be in the Scorpions in the 1980s, and you're German, and you go, oh, you're like California, and everybody goes, yeah, and they don't even know what you said. So I started saying... Let's hear it for books and the whole place. You know, how many people out there like reading? And, you know, it doesn't matter. Simon says stuff. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. I imagine you're somebody who reads a lot on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I have a ritual. It's always so loud and crazy on tour. There's always people around. I mean, you might find a spot on a bus that's quiet for five minutes, but then some asshole comes out and makes a peanut butter sandwich. And pee's too loud or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, so you, I go into my coffin. You know, I go into the bunk. I put earplugs in. And it, I wait till we're driving. So it's kind of, there's already a hum, like that white noise cutting anything out. And generally, like where the bunks are, it's closed off. So it's quiet. Throw earplugs in for, you know, just a little extra. And then I read. And what happens is I read. Sometimes I'll read all night and I don't sleep, but most nights I read for a while and then my eyes close, you know, so I fall asleep. So that's my ritual. And it's a good way to go to bed. I sleep better if I read before I sleep. Yeah, that's that's my ritual too. I mean, uh, when I'm traveling and when I'm at home, I, what puts me to sleep, the way that I can relax is to pick up a good book. Yeah, sometimes uh, when we arrive somewhere in a city and it's, it's a nice enough city, and it's especially a city I know, if I know we're near a park or something, I'll just, I mean, almost always my ritual there is just to leave the flock, you know, and get away for a little while on my own. But I, I like walks. I like, that's one of the only ways you get actual exercise that isn't stage time, you know? So I do that a lot if the weather, you know, permits. And if there's a park, I'll bring a book and I'll go sit somewhere, you know, and do the kind of nature reading session or whatever. But, you know, I don't know what it is about tour, but I watch a lot of movies. I, 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 there's a kind of an evil twin, you know, and that's <laughs> the movie and the laptop thing, you know, I, and I get sucked into that a lot. Well, in, in addition to Lagwagon, you know, you have other projects like Bad Astronaut, Me First in the Gimme Gimmies, uh, Joey Capes, Bad Loud, your solo stuff. Does what you read on tour change with the band you're touring with? Not really. The, the things that influence the books I read are just, you know, you, you hear about a book on NPR, you'll hear an interview with a writer, or you read in the newspaper about a book that sounds really interesting, or probably less often is a friend will tell me about a book that they think I would like. Um, but I the bands don't really affect that because the bands are just, that's just that hour and a half, you know? I guess I could say this, Steve, if I'm in a van, Reading is a whole different deal. And some of the bands that I tour with, you know, when I tour solo, I don't tour in a bus. 
And in a van, it's obviously more difficult, you know. But I don't think the books change. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That was a long answer. The idea behind this podcast came from the fact that in my life, um, punk rock and reading for pleasure kind of happened at the same time for me when I was a teenager. It was like sort of a pivotal moment in my life. And so the two are really yeah. connected for me. And as I've written this this PI series about a, a punk musician and the experiences I've had playing music and touring and recording albums, you know, it, it all kind of felt like it was coming together. So I was I wanted to ask you, when for you, what came first, punk rock or reading? It was punk for sure because I wasn't a reader when I was a kid. I just I think I read four books before the before my twenties. You know, I mean, like books that I I, I you know I I remember uh, having to write book reports and using cliff notes <laughs> and cheating. You know, cheating because I hated re I did not enjoy reading and then. Yeah, those books were good books too. You know, I read Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn and uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, which is one of my favorite books. Those are some of my favorite books. But when I was young, it was it, there was always this like I could be surfing, or skateboarding. You know what I mean? And punk mm -hmm. came along when I was about fourteen, so it was before. And honestly, most of the punks I knew were not that. They weren't really readers either. But that's changed a lot. As I've met more of those people, I met more. Some of them are intellectuals, you know. I mean, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, once I I kind of got a thirst for it, I started reading a lot. And then and then now that I'm older, it's more a matter of senility. <laughs> <laughs> I think I read a lot now because I'm just trying to hold on to what's left of my brain as it sort of seems to be diminishing, you know, the power of it anyway. What you've mentioned up to this point, though, is, is a lot of pretty heavy-duty nonfiction, and I know that's what you're reading right now. When you do read fiction, are, are there certain authors or uh, certain genres that you like to read? I love Cormac McCarthy. But, you know, there's not all that many, there's not that many books. Right now I've got this Ready Player One, and that's a book that a friend of mine told me that I would like. And for the last month, every day, I look at it and think, I should read that before that movie comes out. Because I think Steven Spielberg's making a movie out of it. You know who's a good modern writer is Jonathan Safran Foyer. That guy's great. In the last few years, there have been like a lot of really great punk biographies and autobiographies. Do you read those kinds There's of books as well? I do. Those kind of books, I, I, you know what? I will say this. I read a lot of rock doc, rock bio, and watch rock docs. And stuff. I do that on tour a lot. I guess because you're in the music mode. I did read the Keith Morris book. I haven't read the replacements one, but I'm a huge fan of the map, so I should read that. I read an ACDC one a while ago that was really good, but it was huge and dense. And mostly about their younger years and their siblings and it got a bit much. It was really good, but I just gave up on it. What's the one book you've recommended to other people the most in your life? This is an interesting question because it's specific. But I would probably say it's books are already mentioned. To Kill a Mockingbird, that's been around the longest. I still love that book. I, I probably read that book 12 times, which is weird because I don't need to. I know what's on the next page. But it's just... <laughs> It's it's really beautiful, and I think 
the, the books that you recommend to people, I mean, that's, that's an example of a great book, right? But, uh, you know, I, I, it's not always a great book. Sometimes it's a period of your life where something resonates with you, and that's why. And A Prayer for Own Me was one of those. You know, I think it's a really good book. I don't know that it's a, – a, maybe it's a great book. I don't know. But I recommended that one to quite a few people, and also because my band had a song about it, so people would ask about it. So, yeah. And the other was the first Thomas McCarthy book I read with The Road, which is funny. It's way later in his – you know, career and probably not even one of his best books. But when I first read it, it just kind of blew my mind. So I gave, I bought a copy for my dad and my brother, and I was like giving it to all these people. Like, this writer is so good. How do I not know about this guy? You know, those are some fantastic suggestions. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I enjoyed it. It's really fun, man. How cool was that? If you want to find out more about Joey Cape and his music visit joeycape.com or check out lagwagon.com. If you want to find out more about me and my books, check out swloudon.com or find me on Twitter at swloudon. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please spread the word on Facebook and Twitter. Every little bit helps.